Hey, 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 it's me, Wee Tony Marie, aka Daydream with Tony, and I'm your host here on the Daydream with Tony podcast. How are we? Are we all slaying the day? Are you doing fan dabby dozy? Amazing, energised, excellent, superb, super califragilisticexpialidocious? I hope so, right? But see if you're not, and maybe you're going through a really bad time right now, or maybe you're going through a bit of a storm, a rough patch, maybe you just don't feel like yourself, or you're in a really bad mood, you know? It, it happens. It does, and it can come out of nowhere, and sometimes you don't even know the reason. And sometimes it's even worse when you don't know the reason, because you're just sort of stropping about, and you're like, you don't have a thing to blame, which can be really, really difficult to navigate. Um, we've all been there. Just remember that it's going to pass whatever storm you're in. It always does and you've survived 100% of every bad day you've ever come across, every struggle. You're stronger than them all and you're going to keep going and you've got to keep going. So I do hope that you do realise that tomorrow is a brand new day. Your best day could be tomorrow. Your best day could be in a week. You just never know. Yeah, that's my little pep talk for you but you're going to be absolutely fine and I, I promise you that right now. So I'm sending you air hugs and love and positivity. Anyways, guys, it is Easter Monday, and I hope that you're listening to this on Easter Monday. Like, I hope it's been uploaded, although you could be listening to this at any day, any time. Hi from the future, whoever you are. (laughs) But yesterday was Easter, and that brings a lot of anxiety for a lot of people. A lot of anxiety, a lot of stress, a lot of nerves. Um, I'm actually sitting in my car right now, guys, and I'm at the lock, just as I'm saying this. But people keep looking at me funny, because it's actually busy, because it's sunny. And it's Easter Monday, so there's a lot of kids who are probably judging me, but you know what? Who cares? As I was saying, yesterday was Easter, which can be really anxiety-ridden, really scary, full of fear, dread. And actually, this year for me was a lot easier than what I thought, but I actually did join in. Because it's been like four or five years I have not joined in and just had so much fear and anxiety around it and I just refused to eat any chocolate or whatever, deprived myself, which isn't a good place to be in. And if you are in the same boat, I just want you to know that you don't need it to be Easter to enjoy a bit of chocolate, to enjoy a treat, to enjoy whatever. Every day you can have a treat if you want to, right? But I do hope you all had a lovely Easter. I hope the Easter bunny was good to you. I actually got... Uh, mini egg easter egg and I ate it all guys I was living my best life and then my dad and that got me a freddo like fred five freddos in a packet and I also got um a malteser egg and I got oh a galaxy you know that golden egg things one of them from my old driving instructor can you believe it? He's just, he's too sweet. I actually can't because he's teaching my sister right now. So he's, I still see him and it's such a blessing because he's just honestly one of the nicest guys ever and he was my wee therapist. That's the Easter eggs I got. I hope you did have a nice Easter, whether you like chocolate or not. Maybe you've got something else. Whatever floats your boat, right? And I actually don't know what the best chocolate is. I was having this debate. I actually really do like mini eggs. I think Cadbury is the best chocolate brand, but I know not everyone agrees. I also love a Terry's chocolate orange at Christmas time. You can let me know. Apart from that, um, yesterday I also went, <laughs> I went to the pub. Can you believe it? Like, I wasn't drinking. I don't drink. If you don't know, I don't drink. Um, but I went to the pub with my sister and her boyfriend, so I was literally third wheeling. But they're honestly such a laugh and they're lovely and it's just 
it was really fun. However, we went and then we got kicked out at eight because we didn't have tickets. We didn't realise there was this thing on at nine for tickets that you needed tickets for. It was GBX or something. Um, so we were kicking about all the pubs in and out, in and out, in and out to see if we could find tickets. And eventually we got in. So that was fun. Yeah, there was quite a laugh. I just love people watching because you meet a lot of different people and you see people you used to know and I see people I know and some familiar faces and it's just, it's really, really fun. You just chat to people. And this is your reminder that you don't actually have to drink alcohol to have fun, guys. You don't. You can have water. I was sitting there with my wee water and my lemon and living my best life. Like, the vibes were great. So, let me be your little sign and your little shining light. If you don't want to drink, you don't need to. So, don't feel the pressure. <laughs> I hope you've had a nice Easter. I wonder what you've all got up to. You can actually DM me, you know, if you want to tell me because I love hearing what everyone's up to. Honestly, my social battery is drained now, but I don't know if anyone can relate, but my social battery is so low these days. Like, I've had so many days of socialising and I'm now just ready to sit and read and colour in and do some loom bands and watch Hannah Montana. So that might be what I'll do tomorrow, but... I do have some little updates for you guys. So number one, the public interviews are coming. I'm actually really, really nervous, but I just feel so excited to film them. So if you do see me coming up to you with a microphone wherever I film, please join in. You obviously don't need to, but please join in if you want to. If you feel a slight incline, just join in, right? And I also bought new books, guys. I have the longest to be read list, but I finished Verity. And honestly, it's amazing. I'm going to do a podcast episode all about books, but it was an amazing book and so rather than moving on to other books which I've got I decided to buy new books because for some reason that's how my brain works I was like treat yourself this little devil on my shoulder so I was like okay so I did go buy some books I purchased um love hypothesis I got PS I love you which is what I'm reading and I also got radio silence by Alice something she wrote Heartstopper, I'm sure. So I'm really excited to read them eventually. But right now I'm reading P.S. I Love You. Never read it. Heard amazing things. And once I read it, I'm going to watch it. So today's podcast episode, as you can see and have heard and probably seen me post about it here then everywhere, is all about recovery. So let's just get started. A quick trigger warning, but I won't, I won't be talking about weight or measurements and things like that, just in case that's maybe what triggers you I'm not going to be saying things like that I'm just going to be chatting sharing advice and my experience but it's not going to be anything drastic but it's totally up to you if you want to listen if not leave and go listen to another one or come back another day I totally get you but I do hope this podcast episode helps one person even just a little bit so let's get started so recovery if you don't know I have done a podcast episode on this before so I'll just touch on it but I was diagnosed with an eating disorder in November of 2022 so about five months ago wait November December January February March April five six months ago ish right oh my god wait December January February March April five months five months ago and I'm still actually waiting on therapy believe it or not which is really really bad and I'm just so thankful that I am actually in a place to be able to help myself like I've just been doing self-help and I'm going to chat about it and how I've managed to help myself quite a bit but I am still waiting on therapy the waiting lists are so long they're humongous and I'm not surprised with the backlog of Covid and you know Covid probably took a hit on a lot of us so there are many 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 different factors that play into it it's just really really long however the other day I did get a letter through like this was literally just through the week there um saying that I have to come for a checkup but it will still unfortunately be months 
until I can receive therapy or any treatment, which by that time, I'm hoping maybe I won't need it, right? <laughs> well, I might still do therapy. I don't know. I feel like therapy can be quite important, but then I'm also scared in case it brings up like stuff that I've sort of worked past, but then I suppose maybe I've not worked past it if it comes up. I don't know, but that's where it's at. Um, so yeah, recovery for me so far, five months it has been. Um, it's been hard to say the least it's probably been the hardest thing I've ever gone through to be honest with you especially because I'm helping myself and sometimes it can feel quite lonely especially because I just my mum or whatever doesn't speak to me about it that's not a bash against her but you know sometimes I do just feel quite alone and I know that there is 100% other people like us because I've had DMs before I've had messages from you guys and it is a hard thing to go through especially when you do feel alone and maybe you don't have support at home or support around you. I obviously have some amazing people who are very supportive that I am able to talk to, but it's hard when you don't have them living with you and things, if you get me. But yeah, it's been very hard, draining, exhausting. It's been quite foggy as well. You'll understand, maybe it's just in your brain and stuff. It can feel really foggy, anxious and nervous. You don't really get it until you've gone through it. However, at the other side, and now... I feel like that was more at the start, it was really, really hard and it was really difficult, but I feel like when you start anything, it's always harder. Um, But I feel like I've got through the hardest part. But now, guys, I actually find it a lot more empowering and exciting and it's more like strength and happiness. And I think because I'm starting to see the effects of recovery and like getting better, even if it's small, I just feel so much more motivated and I just feel happy. I don't know. It gives me more hope. So I would definitely say that I'm probably 70% of the way recovered, which is like amazing. Like I just feel like me again and I am me again. My mind feels a lot clearer. So let this be your sign and your hope that it is possible to get through it yourself, you know. However, that is not to say like I'm obviously not a professional and I would definitely still say reach out for help. But if you're in a similar situation, I would honestly say start because it's now or never, you know. Don't waste another second waiting on help or waiting to get better because in reality, the only person who's going to ever make you do it is yourself. Even when you have support, they can't make you do it. It's something you have to do. So for me, just to give you a bit of background, I, you know, I struggled a lot of body image and more like the feeling. I don't know, I just didn't feel good about myself, I suppose, which is really sad. I would over-exercise and restrict and all about this healthy eating. You know, like models, you might know what ones I'm on about. I'm not going to say, but you know what I mean, right? people like that and then as a teen you wish you looked like that and I didn't look like that and it's very rare for anyone to look like that and actually a lot of these people come out and end up saying they've had struggles or you know they weren't actually healthy and that's quite harmful because for all that time obviously they do not need to disclose this stuff but it just shows you that social media really is a complete and utter illusion it's an illusion and it's pressure for no reason So I do just want to say a quick thanks, firstly, to like obviously some of my family, some friends, um, lots of different accounts on social media, you know, like MFIT, Millie G, Anna Archer, um, there's literally tons, like I I could honestly sit and name them all, but I'd be here forever. I just follow a lot of them and they've really, really helped me, so, you know, thanks. (laughs) Um, and also just to like idols in general, like see Zoe Sugg and stuff, just having an idol out with it, it really does just give you hope, honestly. So anyways, 
how is it going so far is something somebody asked on my Instagram and someone asked obviously how's it going so so far I would say from this point of view and where I am right now today very very good because I'd, I honestly feel like I'm pretty much nearly there like a lot of the anxiety is shifted I don't feel as anxious doing normal things like say going out for food I don't really get anxious over that anymore um, obviously there will be times where days are harder or there'll be reasons that things are harder or something but Overall, in general, I don't really get anxious over that. Um, like, you know, I, I've got through quite a few fear foods, like dairy was one, and chocolates, things like that, some cheese spreads, wraps, I don't really know, right? Just to name a few, pasta stuff. Um, and I've honestly, like, really got through them. Obviously, it doesn't happen overnight. You have to keep trying it and trying it and trying it and trying it, and I would definitely say that trial... It's like, what is it? It's called like challenge repeat basically is what you have to do. And I would definitely say that that's working. So yeah, I feel like it's always harder at the start, but because you're first tackling challenges and it's just a big random bunch of thoughts and fears that you've not yet proven aren't true. It's like, say you were running through a dark hallway. At first you would be like, oh, like you don't know what's through that hallway. But say if you like run through it a couple of times, you'll realise there's literally nothing. It's just a dark hallway. So it's sort of like that. You just have to keep going and then you realise. I feel like it's harder at the start because you're establishing your actual fear or something. You might not even know what they are. You just feel anxious. So at the start, it's more difficult. You're obviously trying to find coping mechanisms and you're trying to just rewire and recode your brain. The brain is a very powerful thing and it can be really, really scary when you're not in control of it at times. So it does take work. So I'm 20 now, obviously, and I feel like that actually scared me and gave me a big up, big kick up the bum in January because I was like, no, I'm 20. Like, I do not want to be living in a prison, you know? And I'm actually really, really proud of myself, I must say. And I'm proud of you guys as well. If you're going through the same thing, I'm so, so proud. And you have to owe it to yourself. Like, you are the main character in your story and you've protected yourself all this way whether it be through bad coping mechanisms right you just need to find better coping mechanisms so I am thriving I must say and I can't lie obviously you will have bad days but overall I'm doing amazing so thanks for asking that some things that recovery has taught me so far that I actually do want to share take these with a pinch of salt of course um I'm not a professional again that's just my experience and I just want to help someone so number one is the only way through is through now that at first when you hear it you're like oh shut up like I do not want to hear that of course you don't want to hear that the deep within you want to hear that but the disorder, whatever, does not want to hear that. And I can assure you right now that the only way through is through. You can't wish yourself well. You can't wish yourself recovered. You can't imagine yourself recovered and just be there. You can't snap your fingers. If it was that easy, life would be bliss. But it's not. And that's the thing. It's a difficult, difficult, difficult process to go through. But it's not impossible. And once you start, you know, like, this is five months in. And only now am I actually feeling like myself you know, it is going to take time and you just have to be patient. Some people will be quicker, some people will be slower and that's just the way life is. You know, it's not a race but you just have to go through it and if you're listening and maybe you are struggling you've not yet started recovery or admitted to yourself, I feel like you actually have to admit to yourself that something's not right. Otherwise, you just, you know, you pretend it's fine. You're like, oh no, I'm fine. Like, yeah, I'm fine. Uh, but you're not fine, okay? Um, and that might be hard to hear sometimes it is but there's nothing wrong with 
admitting that there's something wrong and it's okay not to be okay so I just want you to know that so yeah if you are in recovery it's gonna be stressful and you're gonna feel anxious you will feel alone and isolated especially if you don't have people but I can promise you that once you do things a couple times they get less scary and you just have to jump right in dance through it and get to the other side another thing that recovery has taught me so far is that there's no bad foods I always had this thing where I was like healthy eating right and I was obsessed I wouldn't eat anything with added sugar wouldn't eat anything with salt and this all kind of started when I was younger because in home ec they teach us about food labels and told us to go home and look at our food labels so little me already quite a perfectionist and overachieving um seeking validation and just very obsessive like personality I would say so me being me I was like right so I went home checked everything and I would actually it's really really sad but I would like track how many grams of salt I was having a day to make sure it wasn't over like the recommended things and then it was sugar and it just gradually progressed and progressed which makes me absolutely devastated because I could have definitely avoided this, I think, and that makes me sad for little me, but you know what, everything happens for a reason, it is what it is, and there's strength in your struggles. There's no good or bad foods, and I feel like as society, they label things and deem things um, a crime, or it's like, you can't eat that because it's so, so bad for you, you can't eat this, and it's not true. It's diet culture. A healthy diet has everything, and foods don't come with morals, so sugar is not bad for you. Treats are not bad for you and balance is key. However, in recovery, I see so many posts and actually in recovery, you don't really need to fuss about that kind of thing because at the end of the year, you're just trying to get to the, like, you just can't try to recover, you know, and your body's probably going to crave a lot of things and to actually fully recover, you just have to commit to it and accept it. I don't know. That's what I've read anyway and that's what I've heard and that's, that is actually scary to even think at times, but it is true. And there's no good or bad bad foods. Next one is your body is not the issue. So your body is, if it's not a healthy and happy body, it's not the body you're meant to be in. And I heard that quote, it was something like that. And it honestly just touched my heart because I was like, that is so true. Like if you are living a life where you are not happy, your body's not healthy, you're not living and that's not how you're meant to look. That's not the body that you're meant to be in. So yeah I don't know that just really touched my heart I don't really have anything else to say about that one but I just wanted to share it because for some reason that really spoke to me and I don't know why but it did another thing that recovery has taught me so far is that there is so much more to life than being so consumed by those thoughts and analyzing your foods the ingredients the nutritional values and just constantly being on edge almost like there's so much more to life and I didn't sort of believe that because I was like well I need something to control that's where mine sort of came from control and stuff there's so much more like I have never felt this happy in ages I've never felt like me in ages I've not had this much energy in ages and it's just amazing to feel this way again I can honestly assure you that there is so much more to life and you just have to get through the hard bits and get through the bad days to have the good days and see that but I promise you will The final one is that recovery looks different for everyone. So you might compare yourself to people online. I know there's a lot of recovery accounts and things which I actually think are amazing. 
and I don't see the issue with. I think if you're triggered by something, you shouldn't go onto their pages or you shouldn't read things, but people are allowed to share their journeys because it's their journey, it's not your journey. So if someone else is posting something, I see a lot of comments and they'll be like, they can't post this, can't post this, it's this, 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 it's promoting blah, 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 but it's not. And I totally get when some things can be harmful, but at the same time, that is their page, that is their outlet. Maybe they are sharing things or just being them. Like, everyone's recovery looks different. And social media just has this thing where everyone is competing. Everyone has to be the perfect. Like, you can't post things that are imperfect. You can't post things that maybe someone would have an issue with. And I just think that's draining. I think if someone wants to share something on their own page, they can share it, whatever it may be. If it triggers you, don't listen to it. Don't watch it. Don't read it. And yeah just take everything with a pinch of salt if someone posts something they aren't shoving it down your throat so yeah like on social media recovery will look different for everyone there will be some people who post different things that maybe you're like um nah or someone else and I don't know I do feel like there's this illusion that recovery has to look a certain way and it doesn't it really does not see if you even make two small baby steps today even one small baby step today that's enough you know yourself and sometimes baby steps are the way to go you know sometimes if you take too many leaps you'll stumble and fall but either way it is okay and I want you to know that don't get too caught up on social media either if you find yourself being quite triggered by things in a negative way then just don't look however I've actually found that social media has had more of a positive influence like the social media accounts for recovery and promoting, you know, weight gain rather than weight loss, promoting food freedom, they have given me more positive aspects to recovery than they have negative. So, yeah, obviously just monitor yourself and monitor your time on social media, monitor what you're reading, what you're seeing. But at the same time, I do think it is actually very beneficial, especially if you're not in therapy and just sort of need some self-help tips or whatever. It's really, really helpful. I also feel like everyone has a journey and everyone's journey is there to inspire others. So I like to share mine because I would just love to know that I've helped even one person. I feel like if my struggle can help one person, then it gives my struggle more of a purpose. I don't know if that makes any sense, but you know, I hope something good comes out of it. So yeah, guys, that is the end of today's podcast episode. But I do just want you to know that recovery is possible. We're all through it together. I'm obviously not there 100%, I know that. But I am pretty much there. And you just got to keep going because keep holding on, guys. I feel like mentally I'm there, physically maybe not so much, but mentally I definitely am getting there. And that's okay as well, you know. You just have to trust the process and keep going until you're fully there. And I promise everything's going to be okay. So if you are struggling, just know I am a DM away. Please reach out for help if you need the help and just don't panic. Life is your storybook and however your story is going to go, you get to write it. So if you want to make a change, you have to do it and you have to do it for you or for little you. Think of little you. That's another tip for you. If you are struggling with recovery and finding a reason to recover, sometimes like that is hard. Think of little you because she had big goals. She had big dreams. She loved life. She loved ice cream. She loved going out for food. She had so much energy. She would bounce up and down. She was a wee social butterfly. Whatever, right? Whatever it may be. Do it for little you. If you can't do it for yourself, do it for little you. Anyways, I'm going to go. 
but I am sending you all love and air hugs and I do hope this even helps even just a teeny 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 bit I'm gonna go edit it and hopefully if it's up it's obviously I've thought it's pretty decent and it's all right but sometimes I get a wee bit of imposter syndrome I don't know if you can hear this car but it's already see cars that go it actually gives me that but anyways <laughs> I'm gonna go and I'm sending you love and air hugs stay strong keep smiling you have got this, I promise. Mwah.